everybody and welcome to Into the Smartown Galaxy here on the Galaxy Geeks YouTube channel and the Galaxy Geeks podcast feed. And if you like what we talk about here on the show, please give this video a like and subscribe to the channel. That way you can keep up with all the videos that we release. Also hit the notification bells. That way you'll be notified when you get a new video, either that be Into the Smartown Galaxy Galaxy Geeks Reacts or Galaxy Geeks Highlights, where we just take something from any of the shows that we do and we do a little highlight for you all. Also, if you like us on the podcast feed, please give us a five-star review. We'd love to hear what you'd love to say. And also comment on this video right now if you agree or disagree with anything we've said. We've actually been getting comments on some of our videos, so that's actually been great. Also, you can follow us down here, over there, or there. It's hard to see. But you can follow us on Twitter at GalaxyGeeks1 and on Instagram at GalaxyGeeksEL. I am your host, Elon McKegg, and with me is always my co-host. He is the Grace Hancock. To my Jay Washington, he is Luke Stuttered. Luke, how are you doing, buddy? What's up, buddy? So Man, that, that intro seems like it's getting longer and longer. Well, I think you add more things to it. Also... We're updating stuff. If you look at our screen, we look better. So that's a plus. Yeah, we're just constantly adding and adding and adding and adding. Every time we get a new show that makes the um, intro longer. Yeah, that's normal. And just a reminder to everyone out there, we recently posted the final part of the Schmodown throwdown, Chandru Dampani versus Robert Parker, the number one contendership match for the Inner Geekdom Championship. So if you want to see my reaction to it, it is live right now. All you have to do is go over there and watch it. That was a good match. That was a yeah, really good match. It was so good. So unfortunately, we're not going to be talking about it today because this past week, we only had three matches and all of them were singles matches. And yeah, it was quite... Fun. Wait, no, one of them was an intergeekdom match. I can't believe I forgot yes, about yes. Greg versus Saul. Shame, shame, shame. Well, it's the first match of the week, and it wasn't our match of the week, so it's my brain trying to reorient. Also, this 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 upcoming week, this week right now, going to be three main matches and a pay-per-view, but this week I noticed a rhythm or common thread about all the main matches that weren't on the pay-per-view. All of them have rookies in it. But we'll talk about that when we get into predictions and all that. We're going to go into our first topic, which is based off of this entire Rookie Week, Rookie of the Week. So, Luke, who is our Rookie of the Week? Rookie of the Week is Mark Haas. Mark Haas, Moose Haas. So, this one was interesting when I was looking him up and trying to do the information. You know, try to be the good reporter that I am, good host. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um... Funny story, I couldn't find anything. Like every time I typed in his name, either Mark Koss or Moose Haas, it was someone that wasn't the person that you see on the screen right now. So instead of talking about what he's done outside of the Smodown, let's talk about just his first match in the Smodown because it was a TKO victory against um, Jacob Bitnabin. Bitnabin. Yes. Yes. And I think. Mark Koss was a really great competitor in that match. I think he went perfect in round one, if I can remember that correctly. It's been a while since that match. Mm. Yeah, it's been a long time since we've seen that match. But he's been a part of what is becoming one of your favorite factions, the Finsock Exchange. 
And ever since FinTech Exchange has been like just, I mean, we don't even have to talk about what positive things they've done. Oh, man. You, you can just look at it on your own. And also you can look at, man, can I just say you may have a, a little bias towards the FinTech Exchange? Because when you look at all of the posters that you made this past weekend, that was the one of the best ones. Well, okay. Okay, Let, let's get dive into this because I have to address this because I haven't got to talk about it yet. And it's the first show since we've done the wallpapers and mm-hmm. I'm super excited about the wallpapers. Let's just say this. Let this past myself. week this past week was the best week for Galaxy Geeks. Yes. Well, let me go into the wallpapers. First off, I decided to do wallpapers because I was just like, you know, I've got some free time. I have some ideas. So I first started out with corruption because I was like, oh, the fire theme. Oh, that looks cool. So then after I got done with the corruption one, which I had to re-edit the corruption one because I didn't like how it turned out. But so I was thinking, I was like, what could the Finstock Exchange look towards? So I thought money. Okay, let's think of money. So then I saw the money I put put in for a money background. And then I thought, well, let's put Finstock on something more professional looking. So the ideas just kind of ran with the money theme and it worked a lot better. And I could just tell I was more excited about it because I was like, oh, it's just working together. It's looking good. Like I, I the Finstock Exchange is my favorite picture I've made so far. And I hate that I have a favorite, but I didn't mean to. <laughs> I mean, I, I, when you look at all the ones that you made, that seemed like the one that you put the most love and care in. So, I, well, the problem is though, I put as much care on the other ones. It's just it the a- aesthetic and what I was mm-hmm. going with worked better. I did like how the stars one turned out. The stars one turned out pretty good. I liked how the den and the dungeon turned out. See, I love the quirky marks better. Oh, I mean, I love that one too. But I mean, so far out of all of them, I love all of them. Well, I like the den, how it turned out. I felt felt pretty good. I wasn't... I like the dungeon. It's not my favorite wallpaper that I did. I've got two left. I got two left I gotta do. So, anyone out there... If you have suggestions on what he should do for the usual suspects and swag, like any ideas that you want to throw at him, because he even said for swag, he's having a little difficulty coming up well, with inspiration. I ha- well, I have idea for, I have the route I'm going to go with the usual suspects. I have that one, but I need help on swag. Swag is a very difficult faction to do a wallpaper for mm-hmm. because it's so... I'm not saying it's generic. It's just the name swag. It doesn't give you any ideas from it fully. So I've got to. And also, this is going to sound different. I am struggling with it due to my race. I do not mm-hmm. have much of a. You don't have swag. Let's just say that. Yes, I don't have swag. That's the best thing to say. <laughs> and so I'm struggling to come up with a cool idea for it. So with the any sizing. So anyone out there who's watching watching and or listening, if you have ideas for what Luke could do for swag, send them our way. You can 
message us on Twitter. You can put them in the comics. You can put them in the reviews. Just give Luke ideas. Now, we went on a full-on tangent away from Rookie of the Week. But again, it the only reason why is because I couldn't find anything. I couldn't find anything that he's done to talk about. And I'm sorry, Mark Mark Moose Haas, that I failed at that. I am fail you when it came to looking you up. I apologize. But yeah, you're our Rookie of the Week. Good luck. Well, before we end, I just want to make a statement saying, Mark Haas, I'm excited to see him play next. I have been so thankful for him and his faction that they've just given us so much attention, so much love. Uh, Let's shout out Taylor Robertson because she's always our biggest fan and we always shout. I think it's just become a thing. We shout, shout her out every week. It's a recurring skit now. Yeah, but also I really appreciate everything she's yeah. done for us. And Again, wait, okay, question. Do you, because we have booked our next guest on and today's special guest, like June's and today's special guest, do you want to reveal who it is? Uh, let's go ahead and reveal. All right, so our special guest on our next and today's special guest is actually going to be someone from the FinTech Exchange, something I never thought was going to happen, like me just second interview, FinTech Exchange. I was very adamant. They're like, no, we're never going to do it. Oh, uh, second interview. So our guest is going to be gold leader himself, Evan Bushkar. So on the 29th, that is when the video is going to be going live. So keep your eyes out. Hit Again, this is one of those where you want to hit the notification bell. That way you can see the interview that Luke and I are going to have with gold leader. Luke is going to try his hardest to be there. Uh, that's the hope. And if any of you have questions that you want to ask Gold Leader, send them our way. We'll we'll make an entire document of questions that I want to ask, he wants to ask, and what you guys want to ask. So we, again, we're open to anything. Yes, because honestly, this is more of an interview style. We want to enjoy the interview. It is nothing specific topics, but if Y'all have questions. We would love to ask them. Yes, a hundred percent. Now, now we're done with rookie of the week. It seemed like it was fair. We were we started off with a rookie. We ended with a rookie, and so now we're going into player of the week, which we're continuing the theme with the Finstock Exchange. Luke, who's our player of the week? Our player of the week, and also we can go into the match of the week with our player of the week. Yeah, Griffin Newman. Or Griffey Nooms is how he likes to call himself. He played going into the match. He played really great. It's not. Yes. It's not that Jacoby played bad. No, no. But not it at was all. just Griffin. Griffey Nooms played a, a lot better. Yes, I felt he felt very comfortable in the match. I mean, did he miss anything? I don't think so. But I'm not 100%. He might. Did he go perfect in round one? Yeah, he went perfect. I think he went perfect. I think they both went perfect. And if they didn't, then that would have been his only miss. It was a very impressive match. I mm-hmm. was very impressed with how well he worked with Finstock. That was very interesting in the match. Yeah. And I think, I think Griffey Nooms, when it comes to like playing, he has the, um, ability to play he let's he has he can talk the talk and walk the walk he can do all of it and he can keep consistent character work 
And can I just say, this was by far one of the funniest matches I watched. Because the entire time, I was laughing my butt off. I can't disagree with you. I had so much fun. You know, for us only having three matches last week, we it was a great week. Yeah. I had fun with it. It was a very great week in the in the schmodown and i i don't know what else to say about griffey in this match except that it delivered it anything it went you down to go, anything you want to go into about the mat, match specifically we can break it down man i hate that jacoby missed that simpsons question in round two that's just a personal yeah. thing if he would have gotten it well, well, what do you think of his playing? He played consistent. He was he played exactly how I wanted him wanted him to play. Sure, he had those misses. He, I think that was his only miss was that um, Simpsons question. And I mean, you know how I am with um, rooting for Jacoby. You know you you know how I am. I was heartbroken that he lost, but at the same time, I was like, you know. Good match. Griffin is showing the respect that Jacoby deserves, and I'm with it. That's what's shocking about um, the Finstock Exchange and some of the players in the Finstock Exchange. They are able to play the heel, but then after a match, give the respect that's deserved and earned. And I'm like, what is happening? <laughs> I have found that so funny. I. Honestly, they have shocked me as a faction. Oh, I do want to ask you this question. What do you think of Roxy managing Jacoby? I think she did a really good job. She did exactly what she needed to do because there were a lot of times when... So this match was very much... um, Roxy... um, um, Oh, man. Lost my train of thought. Anyway, Roxy... I got it. Roxy really much helped Jacoby when there were moments where I could noticeably tell that he might've been a little shaken, like, especially with that miss, but she was able to get him back on track. And again, it's one of those, that nervous energy that Jacoby, Jacoby brings that sort of helps him throughout a match. Like that's something that could be used as an advantage and a disadvantage, because when you have that nervous energy, like natural nervous energy, it could, help you in a way that not a lot of people expect you to come in and win, but it also could throw you off because then it starts getting into your head when you miss a question. Well, I will state this. In watching the match, if Jacoby had won this match, I would have had Roxy as manager of the week. A hundred percent. Like that's, I think she did a great job in managing Jacoby. It's just, it wasn't good enough to get a it wasn't good enough to get the victory yeah which is kind of sad but let's go ahead and move forward to our next manager of the week and also the next match of the week wait we had two matches of the week all right but our manager of the week is shannon barney oh i get what you were trying to say now i like just just to shorten the recap part wait we're going to the next match but yeah Shannon managed Chance really well in this match. Like, and I'll just say this when it comes to Lawn versus Chance, it wasn't really a Lawn versus Chance match. It was a swag versus corruption match. And 
you gotta love when these two just battle each other, just Winston and Shannon, because yes. they just they just hate each other. So, all right, I have to ask, what's going on with with Lon? I I can't keep up with the story, like the character arc. I I don't know at if this, I like it or not. At this point, when I'm watching it, I don't even think there is a character arc because it's just him playing and acting yeah. aloof. And a part of my brain is like, Lon, can we go? Can we go back to you being the professor? Like, I understand you're probably having a lot of fun being the delinquent, but I really want you to go back to the professor because but he wasn't even playing the delinquent in the last match. I don't know what he was playing. No, I, it's. I think Lon himself is even getting to the point where it's just like, oh, I'm just going to play. Like, I'm going to play. I'm going to study and I'm going to play. And the, the delinquent is just a nickname. It's not even a character. It's just a nickname. Yeah, I just, I don't know. It's it's a weird, weird character arc. I don't know if I like it too much, but, you yeah. know. I mean, I understand, but if we're going to talk about the match, we can't, we can't go without talking about Chance getting the TKO, making Swag lose a point, and, like, this was a, this match was a big necessary win for Corruption. Yes, very much. Corruption, honestly, is doing very well this year. But they've got to bounce back and rise out of the ashes, basically. Yeah, they like they need to do really what well. they did last year. <laughs> yes, but I think they're, that's where they're going. Yeah, I think because if Chance, because from what they, from what everyone's making it seem like, Chance is going to be going up against Jeff Snyder next. Like that's the next match in line for him, and we all know how Jeff Snyder plays once he starts. Um, Doubting himself, the match starts to end for him. And yeah. Chance is on a roll right now. So Chance just has to make sure that he keeps that. He needs yeah. to make sure he keeps this momentum. I, I, I'm actually rooting for Chance because I'd love to. Chance, honestly, is a player that needs the singles belt mm -hmm. for his legacy. Him and Brendan Meyer. Those are the two players I see that are so close to getting a belt, but just miss every time. Well, Brendan Meyer has a belt, technically. Well, the the singles belt. I, I understood it's what you meant. I'm just being just being sarcastic. Yeah, yeah. But like Chance, he hasn't had the singles belt. Brendan Meyer haven't, but they both have had the teams belt. Yeah. I put them both in the same category. It's so interesting because we're about to have at Collision, we're about to have the team title match between Shazam yes. and Corruption. And Which is funny. Yeah. And if Corruption wins, I could very much see it see it be Chance fighting for the singles title eventually down the line. And it could yes. be like if he wins, if he were to beat whoever is the singles champion by the time he plays it would be chance as the and this is if corruption wins the team title match and if mike is able to keep the belt for longer than he normally does it's chance with the singles belt mike with the ig belt and both of them are the team's champion it'll be interesting we also have the coyote in the wins right now i know we'll come back so that's that's going to be the big question when it comes to because 
I mean, we're going to talk about it in the news portion, but I mean, the, the tournament's on their way. And uh-huh. there's a big question mark on how many players are going to be in the tournament. Well, let's go ahead, since we are about to end this recap, let's go ahead and go into the Saul match because we're just, we yeah, have one more match yeah, to talk about. Let's finish up the recap. The recaps for the matches. Okay, we're going into the Saul match. Um, you and I both had Saul to win. Yeah. I think you and I were both expecting it to be a knockout victory. Am I wrong to assume? I didn't expect it to be a knockout. I never expect a knockout because that's such a disappointment on the other player. Mm -hmm. I I just get so disappointed when I see a knockout. I I would rather see anything but a knockout. I don't know why, but it's me looking back at the last match Shaw was in. I was going into this expecting a knockout victory. Because, again, and this is also me looking back at Greg's other match. I'm like, oh, man, this is going to be a knockout. Because Saul is very, 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 very serious about um, IG. Whereas Greg is not so much. He goes in, has fun, plays. If he pulls out a win, he pulls out a win. If he doesn't, he doesn't. But this was very much a, wow, this is... Saul is very much wanting an IG title match. Yes. I felt Saul had, to me, Saul is a player that is very scary. He's Mm -hmm. serious. He wants to win. He wants to play the, honestly, for him right now, I think he's upset that he's not playing serious competitors because he really hasn't yet. Well, the the problem with that is, his record going into the season really didn't help him because he's going in oh and one and though i would never like when you're going in at oh and one you're gonna start playing people that are sort of at the bottom of the totem pole and some of the people at the bottom of the totem pole are a little less serious and all but yeah i mean whoever wins i can already tell you right now whoever wins between moose and amaru saul is gonna have a big like that's going to be his biggest workout yeah i'll agree i i'm excited for that match yeah i, I mean, would not want to play saw i would th- not want to play saw i mean i would just yeah. to say i played him even if i lose by a knockout i'm gonna be like hey i i, I played Saul. even though i think i i could though i'm very much ready for you to say no you can't I think I could take Saul to round three. Okay, okay, yes. I could see you taking him to round three. Because you need... Go ahead. Is it interesting how Saul is so good, but the backstory of how Saul comes into the game is just wild? Oh, man, the backstory is amazing. I love it. Oh, and by the way, to the audience, this is not me being a narcissist of saying, like, oh, yeah, I could... I could bring Saul to round three. This is me saying from experience of having played in the online trivia leagues, going up against competitors as good as Saul, taking them to their round three. That's all I'm saying. I've been able to do it before. I've taken people who is a good assault to their last question. Well, let's go ahead. There's really not much left to talk about the Saul match. No, because again, it was a knockout win. Saul proving himself. Saul, um, 
uh, again, what else can you say about Saul? He's amazing. Yeah. Hey, I do want to go ahead before we go into any other section. Let's go ahead and stop stop and talk to talk about how if you have not joined the Patreon yet, the ten dollar Patreon for the Schmodown, please do. I think it's so worth it. Also, secondary, this past week we had wallpapers released, and so we are trying to get those spread more, more news sent, or more showing what we can do as the Galaxy Geeks. Also, if you have any questions, please leave a question in the comments below, and we would love to answer it next next video. Because honestly, I want to get to know the fans of this show. I want us to grow more and more. So go ahead and write down any comments or questions in the comments in the YouTube or the podcast feeds. Yeah. Eli watches the podcast. I watch the YouTube. And again, if you want to message us directly on Twitter, you can message us directly on Twitter. I mean, one of us is going to answer it. <laughs> Especially the fact that Christian Harloff messaged us this past week. Look, that was a big deal for us. No one can take that away from us. We appeared, or I appeared on the Jacoby Griffin-Newman um, match in the opening promo. We booked our interview on Friday. Look, this was Thursday, Friday, Saturday, people. In three days, we had so much happening. Ooh, and I'm salty about your appearance on the Schmodown because the audio was crap. <laughs> hey, at least... We had an appearance. Yes, well, I have worked on the audio, and our next interview will be so much better. It will be good. Now, now that we're done with the recaps and the of the weeks, there is some news. News dropped this past week, and it was from Christian Harloff himself. It was on the SEN show, I want to say. Yes. The, yes. yes, there, were yes, two, yes there were two big news things that came up. The first one was that the IG title match between Mike and Chandru was moved to July due to the possibility of, ha of it happening in person. So, yes. Luke, in you hear that. Is it going to happen? Yes. I think they're, they're working towards it. There's so many things working together right now. Christian is doing so much. He's do starting shows in studio. It will happen. All it's right. just win. Yeah, because, I mean, I think if any match is going to be the first one to happen in person, this is going to be the match. Well, think of it. Those two playing together, that is a match made in heaven. That's going to be I electric mean. in person. Like, they're probably going to have a mini audience of, like, close friends and, like, people who, yes. like, the people who are fully vaccinated up there, like, who are going to want to see it. Yes. So it's going to be great. It'll be interesting to see. I, yeah. I really am. Excited. It's going to be, it's also going to be weird if you think about it. Yeah. After going a year of online matches and finally doing another in person, it's going to be weird to see again. Yes. I, I'm excited. It should be interesting. I, I was watching the other day. I was, this past weekend, I was doing photography for an engagement shoot and I was doing the wallpapers for the Schmodown. And my, the friends that came for the engagement shoot, they were like, what are you doing? And so I showed them, like, what is that? So I was like, let me show you. Basically, this is wrestling mixed with movie trivia. And they're like, that sounds weird. <laughs> so But I it's brilliant. Up, yes. I pulled up one of the old li live in-studio matches. I didn't realize how much I 
do miss the wrestling aspect of, of the Schmodown. I really do miss it. I love the factions. I love the competitive sports side, but I miss the wrestling acting part. We do need a mix of the two. And I think when the, everything's back in studio, we need to keep the factions. We need to keep the sports aspect, but we also need that wrestling back. I mean, Christian Harloff has said that when they start going back in studio, the way they're going to be releasing it is two matches in studio, one online, and then the pay-per-view stuff. Yes, I'm, I'm fine with that. I'm actually yeah. very okay with that. Also, I am caught up on all the FCL stuff that's on YouTube. So Ooh. I am at least the FCL 8. I gotta, I'm probably going to watch FCL 12 because that's the big title matches stuff and like all the fiasco with all that. By the way, spoiler warning, if you haven't seen the FCL, Mick Harley, who is um, with the stars now, he won the FCL championship match. See, look, I'm going to go on a full FCL thing. He won the FCL championship match in sudden death, by the way. So that's bravo. They went down to like 40 some odd points. So Ooh. close to the Demolanta um, Damon match. And because he won the title and he's about to get called up, he gave the title away. He vacated it. However, he he had it in fine print. Like, oh, I'm going to give my title to someone else. Do you know who the current FCO champion is? Because of the what Nick Harley did? The Flurgeon Flouse. I mean... Bravo to Brett Sheridan, a.k.a. Zerflirton Flouse, for winning the number one contendership match based off of um, what he did in the Schmodown to now. This is a big improvement because he had, like, uh-huh. he went into double-digit points. And so, not that he didn't the first time around, but this was, like, close to the 20s. Like, yes. congratulations to Zerflirton Flouse. However, I'm just going to say this right now. If FCL says yes to my audition tapes Faust, better look out anyway moving on <laughs> to the next the final bit of news there's they announced the current outlook for the next round of tournaments ig eight person tournament so that means one person per faction yes star wars I'm... oh go ahead i'll say with the ig i wish they had done 16 i know just because I want to for dungeon. It's like literally that's uh, it. Yeah. Like I just want two people from du- the dungeon. But I just want Mara and Robert to play. Yeah, that's gonna be hard for them to pick between. But then the it's players. like when you look at all the factions, not a lot of them have IG players. Well, here's here's the sad thing, and this is what and we can I'll say this as a discussion. Mara's going in to that tournament. I hate to say it, but yes. Not nothing against Mara, but you know how I am about Robert. I know, but I Ma, no Mara's going into that tournament. Not oh, Mara. I know, I, I know. But then again, Star Wars eight person tournament. What if they throw a curveball at us and they put Mara in the Star Wars tournament? Because hmm. you know they have been in talks about doing that for the dungeon. They could throw us a oh, curveball because it's either her or Adam Wick. Well, let's go ahead and uh, move on to our next section. Um, hold on. They're still going into the tournament. The team's tournament, there's going to be 16 teams. So 
How many teams per roster? I don't know. I think it's two teams per roster. Yeah, yes. two teams per roster. Then the singles, currently unknown amount of players because they are trying to determine it based off of the budgets. And now, everybody, it is time for our final topic of discussion, which is predictions. We already did the recap, so that's not at the end. Predictions is going to be at the end. And I told Luke earlier, this is something interesting. And thank you to Garth McMurray for updating the Stars Facebook group because it included one of the match, the match that was undetermined. So I actually know what that match is now. So thank you, Garth McMurray. Anyway, this so how is do rookie. You know Garth. Let's let's actually I, just because he's been very um, talking about us and well, how do you know I, Garth. Um, Garth joined the online trivia league, I think, last year, and so just through that, that's how I've gotten to know him. Okay, he seems that's like it. an awesome guy. I mean, yeah, he's 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 great. He's fun, and I there was a um there's a group full metal they do a thing called full metal random which is just take a random topic and they'll do an entire trivia match about that one topic i i challenged him to a vox machina like critical road dungeon and dragons match and he's like eli do you realize how much stuff is in that i, I that, that'd be a lot to study i'm like i know it's fun anyway prediction this is rookies week except for Smowdown battlefield this is all rookie matches or like Rookies returning. So going into the first match, we have Frankie Alvarez, 1-0, representing the usual suspect, versus Jessica Sloth, 1-0, representing the Dan. Luke, who do you have and why? This one's a little difficult, but honestly, I'm going Jessica Sloth. Okay. Sleuth. I just feel that she's she's in, in the zone right now. I think the Den needs a win. And... I just am not leaning on the usual suspects right now. For some yeah. reason, they're just not doing that great. I'm going to have to go with Jessica as well because oh. the match that Frankie had against Brother Lomas was very... It left something to be desired. Excuse me. Also, it was... There was... I can't remember what question it was, but there was a question that was asked that he answered that they gave it to him, that I was very much a, no, that's not technically right. That like, again, it's whatever now because it's in the past. So, and Frankie, like when he was playing, he was on like the, oh, what's gonna happen train. Whereas Jessica, when she went up against Beth May, she was very steady. She was very much able to prove herself. And I think Jessica is gonna stay calm and steady Based off of the previous matches, I think she's going to be the one to pick up the win. Next up, we have the one that was updated for for me to see what match this is. Ty Lieberman, 1-0, one knockout, representing the Finsuck Exchange, versus, I misspelled his name in the doc, but it's okay, I know who it is, Josh Horowitz, 1-0, representing the Quirky Mercs. I'll start out. I have to go with the tyrant Ty Lieberman in this. Oh, yeah. Nothing against Josh. He did great against Paul Walter Hauser. Ty Lieberman just did better in his debut mm-hmm. match against Brant Bradley Tingle. It, and I'm going to go with Ty Lieberman as well. I I am struggling right now because I am struggling with even picking anyone to 
beat the Finsock Exchange recently. Like I mean, every I, yeah, every time we picked against them, we we've lost. The only time we picked against them that proved to be right was when I picked against Brother Lomas. <laughs> and that's it. That's absolutely it. We've done it the, once. Every other time we picked against Minsox Exchange, we've been wrong. And the there have been the one time that we did pick with them, or like the one major time that we picked with them when we got it wrong, was when Gucci managed Taylor Robinson horribly. Yeah, yeah. And I, I yeah, I blame Gucci more than Taylor on that one. Yeah. Just just saying, we can't forget about that match. Anyway, moving on. The <laughs> next match of the regular free matches week is Moose Hearts. One and oh, one knockout, representing the Finsock Exchange versus Amaru Moses, one and oh, usual suspect. Who are oh, you okay, picking? okay. Uh wow. I mean, I know who I'm picking. Yeah. You know what? Moose Hoss. Oh, this is going to be the decider then. Or yep. the next one could. The the Smowdown Battlefield one could be the... Anyway. Eh, we'll see on that one. Anyway, I'm choosing Amaru Moses because, again, we have history in the online trivia leagues. I have seen him play in person. I know what he can... I, I personally know what he can do. Moose Hoss in that knockout... That was a lucky knockout. He didn't have that great of an opponent in Jacob Whitnaven. I think that's his name. I can't remember yes. his last name. I'm sorry, Jacob. But he did not have a great match because Whitnaven did not play great. Amaru Moses, on the other hand, when you look at his match against Jesse Swift, he played a... Well, Eli's um, having technical difficulties. All right, going to the next match. We are looking at... Ben Bateman versus Ethan Irwin. I'm going to go ahead and talk about it since Eli is on the fritz. I am leaning towards Ben Bateman. I feel Ben Bateman is in it right now. And that's crazy to me because Ethan Irwin is so good. But to me, Ben Bateman, he's back. After that last match he played against Roka, I mean, he played perfect. I mean, he played absolutely perfect except for missing his five. So I'm going to go with Ben, even though Ethan Irwin scares me to no end, but for some reason I'm going to go Ben. Yeah, that's that's a good pick. Um, oh, man. You were right. And this is the undercard, by the way. They still have not announced the main event. Ooh. Yeah, so when they announce the main event, we're going to have to do a tweet prediction. But yeah, I mean Ben Bateman versus Ethan Irwin. Who do you pick? Who do you, you pick Ben? But I mean, like when you look at it, the full spectrum, who do you pick? They've both had the same amount of matches. Just Ethan is more on the positive than negative. And like when Ethan knows stuff, he knows it. But when Ben knows it, he knows it and he knows more. Mm -hmm. The thing that's gonna have to help Ben is if he has studied martial arts movies. Yes, he he's better. got to. If he has not studied since his Roker match, then that may cost him the match. Then again, we don't know how good Ethan Irwin is with martial arts movies. <clears throat> okay, so my pick... Okay. 
Okay, my pick. I'm gonna pick Ben as well. I mean, like, I mean, all the stuff that you look at, it points at Ben. It points at Ben, yeah. and we don't know what the main event is for Smodan Battlefield. But I wanted yeah. to bring back a point that I my internet cut off because bad storm here. Um, Saul wants Amaru in at Smodan Collision. Saul wants to go up against Amaru Moses. That's another reason why I'm picking Amaru because I know Amaru wants to beat Saul and he's going to make sure that's a match. Okay. So with that being said, with all of that out of the way, and because we don't know what the main event is for Smodown Battlefield and we can't predict it, that's our show, everybody. (laughs) That is our show. You can follow us both on Twitter at our respective Twitter handles. Mine is at Mr. Elon Mac. Luke's at Luke ST16, capitalized S, I believe. You can follow us on Twitter for the Galaxy Geeks at Galaxy Geeks 1 and on Instagram at Galaxy Geeks EL. For Luke Suttered, I have been Eli McKegg, and I hope you all have a great rest of the day. See you, buddy.